You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. Two thousand was an exciting year for Taiwan. It was the first time that there was a transition in power from the Kuomintang, and the first time that a Democratic Progressive Party presidential candidate Chen Shui-bian was elected. That same year, President Chen Shui-bian announced that the death penalty would be gradually abolished in Taiwan. However, in September of two thousand, there was an execution. My guest on this episode of Talking Taiwan is Shinyi Lin. The executive director of the Taiwan Alliance to end the death penalty. She is here to talk about the movement to end the death penalty in Taiwan. This is part one of a two-part interview. In next week's episode, I will get into a deeper discussion with Xinyi about the public opinion on death penalty in Taiwan, why the death penalty has not yet been abolished, and the problems with the current death penalty procedure in Taiwan. Welcome to the podcast, Xinyi. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for being on the podcast to talk about such an important issue. But before the discussion about what's going on with the movement to abolish the death penalty in Taiwan, could you introduce yourself to my audience and tell us how you got involved in this work? It's a long time ago. Uh, I think uh, when I graduated from university, my background is sociology, not law, and uh, I uh, I. I found a job in Judicial Reform Foundation in Taiwan. That's 1999, and uh, I remember that summer when I, uh, you know, got this job, and then uh, my colleague invited me to a detention center to meet three uh, death row inmates, and they are very young. They're a little bit older than me, but they are very young when they arrested. And uh, uh, we in Taiwan we call Su An Xi Zhi Chuyo, and uh, my colleague told me that they are innocent, but they are death row inmates, so they may uh, face the execution anytime. And my job that time in Judicial Reform Foundation is to uh, uh, write article, uh, to edit um, article for for our magazine and to let people understand what uh, happened uh, in Taiwan's judi judicial system. So I met them and that's my first time to go to detention center and meet, uh, you know, death row inmates. And uh, since then, I, uh, I, I, I understand, you know, death penalty is not the uh, issue uh, to debate because in high school, a lot of people has the experience that they, they when they uh, do a debate, they debate about the issue death penalty. But that's the first time is real thing for me. And then uh, it comes, uh, it came to uh, 2000. Uh, I think this is a very important year for Taiwanese because that's the first time our uh, political power uh, changed because the DPP uh, got the power and came to the ground. And at that time, uh, Chen Shui-bian, the president, announced that Taiwan is going to abolish the death penalty. So we, 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 we have a big hope for that. But at the same year, another uh, case, uh, we believe that he is innocent. Uh, his name is Lu Zhen. He was mm -hmm. uh, sentenced to death. And then suddenly, uh, in September, he was executed. executed. In September of 2000? Yeah, September mm -hmm. 2000. Uh -huh. So 
it, it for for us it's difficult to understand why a government say we are going to abolish the death penalty gradually, and then this is an innocent case, and we also uh, ask for uh, for control yuan to review this case because this case in, is uh, in judicial uh, procedure is all finalized. So then we go to the control yuan. And then the um, Minister of Justice signed the execution order suddenly. And I feel so, so surprised and also so sad. So she, before they signed the order to execute, you had asked to review this case, but they still signed the order to execute? Yes, I think Control Yuan, uh, they, uh, they, they, um, they, they say, okay, they will review this case, but it's different power, right? We have mm-hmm. control Yuan and we have the uh, also uh, uh, Minister of Justice. So mm-hmm. Minister, of the Just- Minister of Justice, he has a right to sign the execution order. Mm-hmm. So it's happened very quickly, almost at the same time. That's why we, are, we feel so surprised because the Minister of Justice, uh, Chen Dingnan, he is the one we respect him very much. But how can he assign an execution order? And we already told him that uh, NGOs, we found out this is a case uh, with a lot of question or doubt. So we, we need to review it. But anyway, he just signed the, the execution order. And uh, so that time I feel that, okay, if we have the death penalty, and then you don't know that how the government will, you know, uh, uh, you how to use it. And uh, uh, I think that's the first time I understand that uh, if if the uh, execution carry out and uh, this this death row are innocent, then you cannot do anything uh, for him. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's the first time that I have the idea or a lot of NGOs um, have the ideas in Taiwan that we should abolish the death penalty in system. I mean, before that, we help a lot of innocent death row inmate uh, case. But then we, we understand that you cannot count on the uh, government, their uh, will. Uh, the, if, if we don't abolish the death penalty, then uh, sometimes we will uh, lose the innocent one. So that's my first time uh, to realize that, okay, I want to do something about uh, to abolish the death penalty. Right. uh, And um, I'm wondering, Mm. do you know what percentage of the people on death row are innocent? Is there any statistics on that? It's very difficult to, uh, to, to say because I know in United States there are some research about that. Yeah. But in Taiwan that time, they don't, they, especially in 2000, they don't believe there is any innocent case. Hmm. And I think the first case that, uh, you know, that uh, judicial uh, system proved that he is innocent is the Xizhi Trio. I told you the three mm-hmm. young men. Right. So they say, okay, we have one case and it's only an individual case. So it's not the system mistake. So mm-hmm. every time when we prove there is an innocent case, they say, okay, it's an individual situation. So mm-hmm. right now we have Xizhi Trio, three young men, and mm-hmm. we have uh, Xu Ziqiang, we have mm-hmm. Zheng Jingze and Xie Zhihong. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they clean their name uh, in judicial way. 
but we lost Lu Zheng. I mentioned uh, in, he was executed in 2000. And also we lost, we lost the uh, Jiang Guoqin is a military cases. They are executed. So mm. it's hard to say the percentage, but yeah. still uh, right now, uh, TADP Taiwan Alliance to end the death penalty. This is the NGO I, I, I work for. And uh, we're still working on several uh, cases that not, uh, not uh, maybe it's on process. Uh, we, we believe that he, he is the innocent one and we try to uh, bring the case to the public to they, they understand. But still, uh, uh, we, we, we didn't successful uh, as for uh, reopen the trial for him. So it's really hard to say. Um, and when was the organization that you're now working for, the Taiwan Alliance to End the Death Penalty, established? Uh, it's in 2003 because... Um, that time, Xi uh, Zhuyo, they reopened the uh, trial in 2000. And then uh, there are a few other cases that is, like Xu Zhiqiang I mentioned, uh, he faced the execution anytime. So we think, and, uh, and especially we have the experience in 2000 for Lu Zhen was wrong executed. So mm. we believe that at the same time, we need to help this case. And also we need to do something else. So we think, uh, we should form an uh, alliance and mm -hmm. focus on uh, to abolish the death penalty. Mm -hmm. So that time, uh, Taiwan uh, Association for Human Rights, mm -hmm. which is the the very uh, uh, very old and very uh, you know active NGOs mm -hmm. in Taiwan, mm -hmm. and also Judicial Reform Foundation, mm -hmm. and together. Uh, we decide to uh, form the Taiwan Alliance to mm -hmm. uh, end the death penalty. Mm -hmm. And that time, what we say is uh, Taiwan should abolish the death penalty. Mm -hmm. But before we abolish the death penalty, uh, at least we should uh, have a moratorium. Don't mm -hmm. execute any people. And then uh, right now, uh, we need to stop the execution of Xu Zhiqiang's case because mm -hmm. that time he is the uh, urgent uh, case. So uh, in 2003, uh, I remember, remember it's uh, December 9th, before the uh, December 10th, the World Human Rights Day, mm -hmm. uh, we announced uh, we, uh, uh, we formed. What was so urgent about Xu Zhiqiang's case? Because uh, that time, uh, his case is uh, finalized. How to say, at that time, uh, Minister of Justice, if he signed the execution order, he be, can be executed anytime. And we asked for extraordinary appeal for several mm -hmm. times, oh, but it but it not success. Mm -hmm. And we asked for retrial, but it's not success. Mm -hmm. So we are so worried because uh, mm -hmm. the, the execution in Taiwan is still continue. So yeah. we are so worried he will like the Lu Zheng in mm -hmm. 2000 was executed by mm -hmm. government. Mm -hmm. So that time we, 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 we formed Taiwan Alliance to end the death penalty to say that we should abolish the death penalty. And also we ask for the constitutional uh, review uh, for his case. And uh, then uh, finally, uh, the constitutional review was accepted by the Supreme Court. The, uh, then uh, there is a uh, explanation for the case says that uh, because in his case, uh, the other, uh, the other COVID, the, uh, the other one uh, was, uh, was uh, executed. The real 
the real murder was executed, sentenced to death mm. and, and executed, mm. and uh, uh, very quickly. So Xu um, Zhiqiang said that he didn't uh, join the uh, murder. He didn't join mm-hmm. the murder. He didn't know mm-hmm. the murder. Mm-hmm. But uh, they cannot, uh, you know, how to say, question each other on the court. Mm-hmm. And this is a value. After the constitutional review and his uh, case uh, reopened, and so he finalized, he has a chance to improve that he is innocent in the court. So in the end, uh, his, he, 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 right now he's a free man, right now, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since when has he been free? Uh, I think it's 2016. So the alliance, uh, the Taiwan Alliance to End Death Penalty also um, does work to either release or clear the names of innocently charged people? Yeah, for us, uh, all the death row inmates, we we will, uh, you know, we we care all the uh, cases about the death penalty. No, mm. no matter you are innocent or you are not innocent, but uh, from our experience, because uh, you know, once you are sentenced to death, everyone think think you are murder, you are criminal, right. so right. no one believe you. Mm-hmm. So, but we don't, we 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 just care all the cases so that's why we can find mm-hmm. out who are innocent otherwise mm-hmm. no one listen to to them mm-hmm. so that's why we do both at the same time but we also cooperate with other ngos like mm-hmm. judicial reform or like the innocent project in taiwan uh, or a bar also taipei bar association mm-hmm. to provide them the legal uh, help yeah mm-hmm. and also a legal aid foundation too the alliance was established in 2003, so that's almost 20 years ago. Can you talk yes. about what's changed since then? Okay, if for TADP, we that time when 2003, we are all volunteers. There is no full-time staff, and we, we can do only very limited thing. But right now, we have six full-time staff and two part-time staff. The office become bigger, and mm-hmm. the work we do is more broader. The work we mm-hmm. do, uh, like I mentioned, the cases, and uh, be, uh, at the beginning we only help the uh, case that uh, they have they finalized their judicial procedure. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it means, uh, but right now we also help the ongoing cases. So mm-hmm. when uh, we saw on newspaper there is a, a serious murder. And mm-hmm. we will try to find out if he need help, if he has the low year, and mm-hmm. uh, then we will uh, try to uh, help him. And also, I think the uh, the the biggest biggest uh, work for us is the social uh, dialogue, mm-hmm. is the education to the public. Mm-hmm. So uh, we want to uh, uh, discuss with the public why we don't think death penalty is a good way to punish people, right. and why we should ab- abolish that. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now we have more work, and right now uh, the government are more willing to uh, have uh, how to say consult us or have conversation mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. and uh, they know. Although sometimes we feel that they did uh, the government didn't uh, didn't sincerely want to abolish the death penalty, but still they uh, is uh, is the policy of the government. So they are willing to, uh, you know, discuss with us with some policy, but it's still not enough. And uh, um, and for for right now, of course, uh, the uh, sentence number, the the the, the number of sent, uh, no, the number of sentence, and also the number of execution, 
was lower and lower, um, you know, mm. in in these years. So mm. I think that's something changed. Yeah. Right. And can you tell me when the death penalty was first instituted in Taiwan? Do you know what year it began or the origin <laughs> of that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, since we, uh, I, I, I think uh, when uh, Kuomintang, they came to Taiwan. The law right now in in Taiwan uh, are from China that uh, mm -hmm. came to the brought to Taiwan. Mm -hmm. So they have the death penalty, and then mm -hmm. Taiwan has the death penalty. And uh, back to before the K, uh, KMTO, before the Kuomintang, when uh, uh, Japanese, uh, you mm -hmm. know, uh, they are in Taiwan, they, they still have the death penalty too. But mm -hmm. what I want to mention is, if we talk about the indigenous people in Taiwan, mm -hmm. uh, the real, you know, uh, uh, Taiwanese in native Taiwan, native original right? Taiwanese yeah. people, yeah, native. Yeah, people. yes, uh, they don't have the death penalty. <laughs> so the 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 most serious thing they punish people is to uh, inspire them to the community, to the society. So. Uh, sometimes we think that we need to learn uh, from them because they don't have the idea of the death penalty. Yeah. 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 No, that was very interesting to me because I was curious about that if it, if it was around in the Japanese occupation or during the Kuomintang or whatever. That's interesting. I think it's all since almost all the countries they have the uh, history of the death penalty. It's only about uh, how soon they abolish it. So okay. Taiwan uh, has the death penalty, but in mm -hmm. indigenous people, they don't. Yeah. Right. And based on uh, some research, can you point to any research that talks about how effective the death penalty is in deterring crime? Because this is a very common argument that people mm. say that we need mm. to have death penalty to lower the crime rate. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think you can, we can uh, see the UN's report. Uh, uh, a professor, his name is Roger Hood. He did some research for the UN, and he found out that there is no uh, deterrent effect to the crime. There is no evidence to say so. But also, he, he mentioned that uh, how can we uh, deter deter the crime? The uh, the most important thing is to uh, when a, a murder happened, you arrest the criminal quickly and also you arrest the right one. So this kind of things that deter the, 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 the crime because people are afraid that they will court and they will sentence to, uh, you know, they, they will got caught and they will got uh, sentenced. So that's the thing will deter the crime, but not the death penalty itself. It's related to a lot of uh, issues, but not only uh, don't count on the death penalty. So we can, uh, we can, you know, uh, see some, a lot of research from, uh, UN. And I think this, this kind of experience, it's also happened in Taiwan. I mean, um, uh, since 2000, the, uh, the crime rate in Taiwan is, uh, lower, become, uh, lower and lower. But, uh, since 2000, we have the we have the uh, death pen we have SQT people, but we still we have the moratorium, and then we reopen the execution. But it's very state 
is is very stable that the the most serious crime rate is decreased. So it's not related to that uh, if we have the death penalty uh, or not. And also another evidence in Taiwan is if you say the death penalty determined the crime, but every time when an execution old uh, execution happened, then I think the society should be very safe, right? But no, sometimes uh, some serious murder happened after some uh, after the execution because uh, people some people will learn from the murders. So mm -hmm. it's not really uh, so the death penalty itself itself didn't determine the crime. There are some uh, evidence like that. Going back to what you said in the year 2000 was the first mm -hmm. time that Taiwan had a change in political power. That, that was mm -hmm. when the DPP got elected. And at that time, they said they intended to abolish the death penalty in three years. And obviously, you said there was an execution in 2000. And so what happened? What do you think happened to that promise that they were going to work towards abolishing the death penalty? Why didn't it happen? I think they didn't think about, really think about what, how to achieve the goal. And of course, uh, the promise was broken. But we can still see that the execution number was uh, decreased. That's one sign is a good thing, but still uh, not enough. And I remember in 2005, they, they, they finally, they, uh, they have a policy. They have a, uh, they introduced a policy that Taiwan should abolish the death penalty gradually. It's mm -hmm. on the paper, on the government's mm -hmm. paper to say, mm -hmm. to say that. So mm -hmm. I think it's a good thing that they finally say, it very clearly, mm -hmm. but uh, so I think uh, the Minister of Justice uh, Chen Dingnan, when he say in three years, he maybe he didn't really uh, uh, you know consider everything and he mm -hmm. say it too quickly. But of course, for us, it's 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 good. Then the promise broken, but uh, at least uh, we can say that the uh, Taiwan should abolish the death penalty gradually is the uh, policy and until now steal the policy. And now for a short break. Talking Taiwan is the longest running Taiwan related podcast and we are dedicated to bringing you stories connected to Taiwan and Taiwan's global community. Help us to grow and continue producing engaging content by making a contribution on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash talking Taiwan. So you mentioned that before we abolish the death penalty, we should have some kind of moratorium. And I understand mm -hmm. that there was a moratorium in 2006. Mm -hmm. Can you explain what happened at that time so that there was actually a moratorium put in place? Yeah. Um, in Taiwan, the uh, when uh, the execution uh, happened, uh, they don't need to inform the family or the lawyer. So mm -hmm. it's a secret. So we don't know. Mm. only after the execution mm. and uh, in 2006 is December I, I don't know why a journalist uh, knows that there is a execution going to happen mm. so uh, it's on it's on Sunday I remember mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. he called uh, she called us and asked for two specific cases that if we know them mm. and I, I was just wondering why he asked in Sunday evening and yeah. he said that, okay, he got information that uh, Minister of Justice signed the execution order maybe on uh, Friday. 
because uh, we can only uh, execute the people during the workday, not the mm. weekend or holiday. Mm. So mm-hmm. when he signed the execution order in Friday, he didn't uh, carry out Friday, mm. so the execution mm. must be happen in uh, mm. Monday. So mm-hmm. he realized that, and so he wanted to uh, write uh, an uh, wrote an article about that. Mm-hmm. And then I found out, okay, that's the first time we we know before the execution. So I I I just uh, say thank you, and then I try to call the uh, staff, the official of the Minister of Justice, to say that we want to uh, visit uh, mm-hmm. to we want to visit uh, Minister of Justice on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And also, I called the lawyer uh, of these two men, and uh, mm-hmm. then uh, asked them uh, in Monday morning. Then they uh, need to submit the uh, extra, extra, uh, extraordinary appeal for them, mm-hmm. and then we do it at the same time. And then the minister of justice, um, he he is on vacation after he signed the order, so we only see the deputy uh, minister. And we argue with him that he knows that we are working uh, on these two cases because mm-hmm. we found out th- these two cases may not innocent one, but still have the, a lot of problem uh, during mm-hmm. the uh, during the uh, trial. So mm-hmm. we say we ask that we review the their uh, file, and we want to, you know that we want to uh, uh, ask for extraordinary appeal and retrial for. For, for them. Mm-hmm. And how come you didn't uh, give us a chance to review the file and then you sign the execution order? So in the end, the de- deputy minister say, okay, uh, you can, uh, you can uh, re- review their file then. Uh, and because when the execution uh, happened, um, the executioner, the prosecutor need to have the file and then to check out if he is the real person. So when we, when he say we can review the uh, the file of the uh, death row inmates, it means that the, the prosecutor and the executioner cannot uh, really execute him. It's very technical thing because that's the first time we know that. And then so in the end, this uh, this as uh, execution not happened. And since that 2006. Uh, to two thousand nine, there is no execution. So that's suddenly happened, and we call it de facto moratorium because it's not the government announced that uh, we are going to moratorium since that. No, it's just you no. Know, they stop the execution, so it's uh, called de facto moratorium. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but that time, uh, um, NGOs and uh, domestically and internationally. Uh, because it's the first time, so we worked so hard to stop the uh, execution. Mm-hmm. When the four years moratorium is good for us because we we don't have to worry about any uh, more uh, executions, and uh, mm-hmm. that time we we focus on more uh, educations and mm-hmm. lobby work, mm-hmm. and then uh, after no after <laughs> after uh, two thousand six uh, we finalized Taiwan Alliance to end the death penalty. We find we 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 think that we should have full time staff. We don't mm-hmm. we cannot only. Uh, based on the uh, volunteer uh, work. So that's why I become the first uh, full-time staff of the Mm -hmm. TATP since then. You already mentioned that there was uh, someone that was executed in Mm -hmm. 2000 after the DPP said they intended to abolish the death penalty. Then we had a moratorium in 2006, 
And apparently after that, there were still death sentences carried out. I believe there was one in 2010, or was there anything before that? Uh, we still have the, um, you know, uh, we still have the death sentence uh, mm-hmm. every year. But mm-hmm. since uh, 2006 to 2009, there is no execution. Oh. But uh, uh, in 2000. 10, suddenly, uh, the Ma Ying-jeou's government uh, reopened the execution. Hmm. And when I feel so surprised about that is because uh, when Ma Ying-jeou ran for the pres- run for the president, he said that he wants uh, uh, international human rights standards become the domestic human rights mm-hmm. standards. Mm-hmm. So uh, when uh, after uh, he uh, won the election, uh, in 2009, he uh, ratified the ICCPR and ICESCR, so it becomes the domestic law. So for us, when first we have the moratorium, then we sign the ICCPR, which said that uh, a, a government should abolish the death penalty, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. The goal of the government should abolish the death penalty. Then we think step by step, then we, we, we should continue the moratorium until we abolish the death penalty. Mm. So we are so surprised why suddenly he uh, uh, reopened the uh, execution. And mm. also, uh, you know, it's, it, 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 it's not follow the uh, ICCPR. And I remember what happened in 2010 is uh, a lawmaker of KMT, Mm-hmm. He just uh, questioned this uh, question in the uh, legislative yuan, and uh, the public uh, suddenly aware that we don't execute uh, uh, death row inmates for four years, and mm-hmm. it's a big uh, uh, it, it's a big debate. And the mm-hmm. minister of justice that time, uh, Wang Qingfeng, she is against the death penalty, and then she she is forced to resign for her job. And mm. then uh, they appoint a uh, Minister of Justice, Zhen Yongfu, that he is uh, willing to uh, execute people. He is for the death penalty. So that's why then he, he, he signed the execution order. That's what happened. You mentioned the ICCPR. Could you talk about what that is and what happened in 2009 related to that? ICCPR uh, stands for International Convent on Civil and Political Rights. And ICESCR is the International Convent on Economic, Social, and Cultural Rights. And we call it two covenants. And because okay. of Taiwan is not the UN member, mm-hmm. so we, not, we, we cannot ratify the uh, two covenants mm-hmm. uh, by the uh, UN way, right? Because mm-hmm. we are not a member. Mm-hmm. But what we do is uh, in 2019, we pass a law called implementation law on two covenants. So mm-hmm. we, be, we turn these two covenants become the domestic law. Mm-hmm. So that's, that means that we should follow these two law, although we are not the UN member. Mm-hmm. And uh, ICCPR, the Article 6, it didn't say that the, uh, 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 the country should abolish the death penalty right now, but it, it, it shows that the country should have uh, abolished the death penalty as a goal and, and then step by step to achieve uh, that goal. So that's why we say 
uh, that's, that give us a ground to argue with the government that, okay, we should abolish the death penalty and you should have the policy. And uh, also the article 6 and uh, the 6, uh, it says that uh, you cannot use the uh, use article 6 didn't mention that you should abolish the death penalty right away as an excuse to not do anything to abolish the death penalty. I don't know. It sounds very. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I I hope. Uh, maybe I I can. Uh, I didn't speak. Um, I didn't explain it clearly. But it means our country, Taiwan. Uh, mm -hmm. We should abolish, achieve the uh, the the goal uh, step by step. Just to clarify what Shinyi just said, if you refer to Article Number Six of the United Nations International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, the ICCPR. Item number six under Article six states, nothing in this article shall be invoked to delay or to prevent the abolition of capital punishment by any state party to the present covenant. Could you tell us how executions in Taiwan are currently carried out? By law, we, we can do by gunshot over the laser ejection, mm -hmm. but uh, in, in practice, we only do the gunshot. And uh, um, you can see from other countries, when you executed uh, someone, and no matter what method you use, usually you have several people to do it at the same time. Because mm -hmm. the executioners, they will, you know, they have a lot, they will have a trauma if they kill people and they know mm -hmm. that uh, done by himself. So mm -hmm. usually they, they have two, uh, they have more than one people uh, do it together. And mm -hmm. uh, then you don't know if, it, if it's because me or because of others uh, to, 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 to execute people. But in Taiwan, it's a, it's a one, uh, one executioner mm. and uh, have the gun and point to the mm. uh, death row. And the mm. death row uh, will, uh, uh, how to say, lie down on the ground and mm. uh, uh, the back is to the executioner. Mm. Mm. And uh, he will have a gunshot to the back of his heart. Oh. Okay, so it's and in a very short distance, so mm -hmm. it's very close to the uh, death row inmate and the yes. executioner. So mm -hmm. it's very terrible thing to to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, but uh, the government always say that okay, it's the it's a duty and uh, uh, it's good uh, it's served for the country. So they mm -hmm. don't, they will not have any trauma. Mm -hmm. They will not have any psychology problem. They they mm -hmm. don't need any help. Mm -hmm. But it's not true because there are some survey in Taiwan to show that afterward they will have trauma. Yeah. So re recently, uh, yes, last year we we we, we passed uh, prison eight, and uh, we say that we they need help. Uh, the executioner need help. Of course, the best way is to stop to abolish the death penalty. But before that. You, you, you should still consider the executioner's um, situation. So they need uh, help. As Shinyi mentioned, executions by shooting in Taiwan are done by one person who fires the shot. And therefore, the trauma experienced by the executioner should be considered. This is notable in contrast to an execution by shooting that is carried out by several executioners who fire simultaneously. Therefore, in cases like that, 
it is not clear who actually fired the lethal shot. So the trauma experienced by shooting a death row inmate would not be carried solely by a single executioner. And also, uh, as I mentioned, there is another problem is before the execution, they didn't inform lawyer and family. So they don't have a chance to say goodbye, to, to say the last word to the uh, family. So it's, it's, it's an argument uh, to say that you should give them the chance because it's a hum, human uh, humanity, right? But still, the 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 uh, the minister of justice they say no because if we release the information before, then someone I think they just mentioned I think what they think is TADP, we will try to stop the execution. So, I, but I think it's ridiculous. But it is what happened in in Taiwan. Yeah, because I know in the United States, uh, they will announce the date, and at least the family have the chance right. to see the, them before yeah the execution. Are you also trying to change things like that as well? Yes, of course, but it's very difficult. But still, we challenge that. And right now, they say okay before the execution, they can have the re- uh, religions. Um, they can see. Uh, they can have their. Uh, um, religious follow. leader yes yes to help them and this is not happened before but yeah it's, it's not good enough but at least you know they can have some <laughs> uh, something to you know accompany with them yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and do you know or do you have an opinion how we mm-hmm. should deal with the rights or the opinions or the feelings of the victims and the victims families for me uh, what uh TADP always said that uh, no matter which we abolish the death penalty or not, uh, of course the victim's rights, the victim's protection uh, should be very important. And uh, um, because of course in Taiwan there, there are some victims that says that they support the death penalty, but also uh, few victims they say they don't support the death penalty. But no matter what uh, what they suppose the death penalty or not, I think uh, should we have the death penalty is an is a government's policy and it should should debate uh, uh, in in the whole society. So you cannot say okay, I have the death penalty only because of the victims, because uh, uh, what happened if it is innocent cases? Then mm-hmm. you, you 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 say oh it's a fault for the of the victims? No, it's not true. And what victims want is a is a big question, and it's a variety for every victim's family uh, too. So uh, we, we we always say that uh, you need to understand what victims need, and then also support them, and uh, don't kill people in their name. And uh, of course, it's very difficult if one a victim says he won't uh, he won't. Won't have the death penalty. I will respect he, but my argument is, uh, what judicial system should do, and uh, should we just say, okay, you want it, then we give it, then we don't do any other things. No, it, it's not right. So a lot of people say that uh, the people who want to abolish the death penalty is the people that ask the victims to uh, forgive the uh, murders. No, we say no. Mm. We didn't say that. We, 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 
we we say that uh, every criminals, uh, every murderers, they they should uh, have their own punishment, but the punishment should uh, should 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 be the death penalty. There are a lot of other ways, and still there are a lot of other ways that rather than death penalty, you can help the victim, give the real help to the victims. So uh, in TAB, TAEDP, we uh, work hard on this issue too. And also we uh, invite the uh, murder victims family for human rights. There is an NGO in uh, in United States. We ask them to visit Taiwan several times and mm-hmm. they get their testimony to Taiwanese. Uh, all the victims, uh, they're against the death penalty. Some because of the religion issues, some because of what they believe, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, some forgive the uh, the criminals, but some didn't. But the one mm-hmm. thing in common is they say don't kill in their name, and the government should uh, take their responsibility to keep the society safe and to help the victims. Um, yeah, so that's what uh, we do, and I think uh, gradually. Um, some victims' family they against us very badly before, but mm-hmm. right now we can have conversation, and mm-hmm. we have some ideas in common that how we should work on to uh, uh, work on to help the victims' family, mm-hmm. and some changed their mind, some didn't, but they against the innocent people to to be sentenced to death and executed too. So. Gradually, I think we we can conversation with with each other, and I think it's a good thing uh, to do that. We understand that, and they try to understand uh, us, and we try to find something in common and work together. So you mentioned that um, you work with other organizations like the Innocence Projects. Um, what are some things that you have learned or you think you can learn from working with organizations like that? I think uh, Taipei Bar Association and Judicial uh, Reform Foundation and Taiwan Association for Human Rights, they are the first few NGOs that uh, have focused on the death row inmates and also the innocent cases. And then gradually we have more uh, organization uh, uh, formed in Taiwan, like Legal Aid Foundation. And Legal, uh, Legal Aid Foundation right now is the most uh, important partner for TADP. Because uh, when we work on individual cases, we need lawyers. And uh, uh, so we work with Legal Aid Foundation to find uh, lawyers and also train lawyers to have the good uh, defense on uh, uh, individual cases. And also the uh, Innocent Project in Taiwan, that has a lot of experience to how to, uh, uh, how to uh, uh, find someone who are innocent by the uh, science uh, evidence. Like uh, in United States, uh, there are a lot of cases prove that they are innocent because of the DNA test, right? So we also learn from, uh, work with them, uh, learn from that uh, too. So in Taiwan, when, when we work on a case, it is not only one NGO work on it. We will uh, have uh, different NGOs work together and uh, uh, try to uh, you know uh, let the social uh, the public aware about that. I think always the awareness of the public is the first thing. Then second thing goes to the judicial uh, system because the judicial system is more conservative too. 
So we so that's why NGOs are always work together because uh, in Taiwan NGOs are always very small. <laughs> so that's why we need to work together. I've been speaking with Shingy Lim, the executive director of the Taiwan Alliance to end the death penalty. We've got some exciting news. Talking Taiwan is now on Audible. If you enjoy this episode, go on over to Audible or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. Tell a friend about us or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website talkingtaiwan.com. There will list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.